Cheerio! As human beings, don't we enjoy enjoyment? This is Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists, a podcast of whimsy from Liberty Church Collingswood and libertycollingswood.org. We'll hear from friends as we explore everything from potent potables to morsel delectables, awkward laughables to moment teachables. You'll get lots of different categories, but remember that for each one, there can be only five. Plus a mulligan or two. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Five Golden Things, the Liberty Lists. We have another special episode coming right at you. I am with my friend Maya Root. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. So Maya has listened to plenty of Five Golden Things mm-hmm. and had a topic. Maya, you came up to me with this topic after church one day? Or, well, actually, or was it, it was... What was the process there? I, I listened to one, I think it was probably after Kelly's. Okay. Like, so the very first one. Right. And I emailed the five golden things. That's what it was. Yes. I think I had also listened to a podcast, um, Three Watchables. Right. And it was about Miracle. Fellow Ringer fan. Yes, I love Ringer. Um, And it was about Miracle, which I think is like probably one of my favorite sports movies. Mm -hmm. And so... That speech at the end. So good. (laughs) So it made me just like think of some ones and I was trying to be... I don't know, having a whole array of like, oh, board games would be fun because that's something my husband Jake and I like yes. to do. Sports, like best maybe either sports moments or Olympic moments mm-hmm. related to Miracle. Right. And then um, I was like... Miracle would be all five of those. Yeah, right. The Miracle on the ice. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, another, I was like, I got to incorporate the Bible somehow. So maybe like best parable. So I just yeah. sent those along to Pat. And then Pat was like, do you want to do the board game one? I was like, okay, like... Yeah, why not? So, yes. Yeah, super excited. Me too. Yeah. The topic is top five board games. Mm-hmm. And I have heard my uh, about you and Jake, not not in a bad or creepy way, wow. but, uh, but, but that, that you yeah. love board games. As far yes. as I can recall, I don't remember the two of us ever having had a conversation about board games. No, I don't think so. So, so, so this is fresh territory. Yeah. We're going to go yeah. through your top five games from a real board gamer. Yeah. By way of orientation... <laughs> Yeah. A B-O-A-R-D gamer. Yes. A, you don't has, ever get bored. Has, has that pun been made before? No. Okay. Never <laughs> in the history a, of the world. That's the first one. <laughs> at least that I've heard. Okay. Yeah. So so somebody who's not a native gamer, I texted you earlier and said, yeah. by omission, not by commission, yeah. I just did a little shoots and ladders, but I was... Still very fun. <laughs> Some of the basics Monopoly, are so fun. life. Yeah. But... Going away to college, my I was on the internet divide. So, but okay. the first time I ever had internet was my freshman year in college. Oh wow! So I stopped having human contact at that yeah. point for a few <laughs> years, and, Makes sense. and then yeah. haven't gotten back into board games. Why okay. should I? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm here on behalf of me and my husband Jake, right? Because I do like board games, but like he really likes board games. Gotcha. Um, and I feel like it's something that. Not only do we love to do together, but mm-hmm. we love to open our home and right. do it with our friends. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely more of the extrovert of the two of us, but I feel okay. like board games allows Jake to have like conversations or just like socialize with people yeah, right. more easily as mm-hmm. opposed to, and like we don't drink um, alcohol, which is not that that prohibits us from like gathering and socializing sure. with people, yeah. but I think 
just knowing that we're gonna do an activity, it kind of like takes the pressure off of the situation. Yeah, that's it's what like, I was thinking. So yeah. there's something else to focus on. Yes, to exactly. Like break into yes. conversations. Yeah, you were okay. like usually doing an activity with your hands, and it's just like you're not like focused maybe on each other. It takes a little bit of the awkwardness yeah, out of it. Right. So I think that has really helped probably like both of us mm-hmm. to just get to know people yeah. in our church and even outside of our church and foster really good relationships, mm-hmm. have fun. And it usually ends up that we have good conversations even while we're playing or right. like maybe we'll have dinner together, we'll chat and then we go play. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's just lent itself well to like having good friendships with people and yeah. just doing fun things with them. Which we're in favor of. So yes. yes. My, my, I have other board game related questions, but okay. I suspect that we'll get into them. Okay. During the top five, if you're comfortable, yeah. we can go five to one instead of one to five. <laughs> I'm ready to go five to one. <laughs> My list is five to one. So. Okay. If, if you've heard other five golden things, it's a point of confusion. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big problems. Yeah. Big problems. Okay. So, Maya, number five. Yeah. Well, you said this, the game of life. Oh, really? It is. Yeah. yeah. So, when I was making this list, I mm-hmm. tried to incorporate games that I have played throughout my whole life. Yep. Um, ones that I really loved for many years and would like still play to mm-hmm. this day. And then also new ones. So life is just one that if someone was like, do you want to play this? I'd be like, absolutely, yes. Let's okay. play. So, yeah. so it, it's like ages... 5 to 55 or 8 to 88 yeah, or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there is an age limit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I feel like I have really fond memories playing it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we even, one of my friends had an online version of it. Oh. And I would go like hang out with her during summer break and we would play online, which oh, is probably, <laughs> like you should probably play outside, but whatever, we'd play <laughs> on the computer. Right. Um, so yeah, I just think it's like such a great game. We somehow got our hands on it. Mm-hmm. I think Jake's mom maybe had it, but it's an old school version. Vintage. Like, yeah, Love and I, I actually didn't like it as much as the one that I had growing up. Yeah. Um, and then because we also just played, because you bonded with that one specifically. Uh, yeah, I think that's it? probably it. Okay. But then I also played a newer version with mm-hmm. my nieces yeah. a couple months ago, and I was like, I don't like this one as much either. <laughs> so I think it probably is just like a nostalgia thing of just like. This is the one I was introduced to the first time, and yeah. it's the best thing right. before. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. so, so that's one where everybody is on their own team, correct? Y- yeah, or you're you like play? your own person. So you yeah. have a, a vehicle, and you have your character. So females are pink, and yes. males are blue. Yes. Um, and you can choose whether you want to go to college, or that's if you right. want to start your career. Yeah. And you get to choose like what your career is. You get to choose your salary. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you like draw three and choose the best one yeah um and then you get to choose your house like which one you want to right. live in so yeah. i think that's like what i loved about it is like when you're playing it as a kid it's like you just get to envision yeah. your life right and it's just so fun and every game can be different yeah. you know so yeah it's good. so so what keeps you coming back to it this game mm. that you played growing up as opposed to other games yeah. that you played growing up but haven't gone back to I think it's more complex than maybe some other games. It does games. have a little more yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. So like if we were to throw in mulligans, mm-hmm. some would probably be Trouble, maybe even Sorry, maybe even Candyland. And I only say okay. that because my nieces and nephews love to play Candyland, so we play it a lot. And I'm like, this game isn't too, too bad. <laughs> I, I have grown tired of Candyland yeah. with my own kids. Yeah. I haven't grown tired of it yet. Mm-hmm. Um 
but those are like simple, like almost too simple enough where it's like, if yeah. I'm not playing with like these kids that I love, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to voluntarily play it. But right. like, if I were to see life, I'd be like, yeah, let's play this. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Who, growing up, who was the, who were some of your favorite pe- people to play life with? Oh, goodness. Um, probably, I feel like I played with my step-siblings a lot. Okay. Yeah, we would play, and if I ever had friends over, I'm sure we would play. That's a good question. <laughs> I probably played with my parents a lot, too, because mm-hmm. I was an only child, so if my step-siblings weren't there, sometimes then my, my parents right, would play right, with right. me. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. The game of life. Uh-huh. It's, it's a good a, It's real, everybody. Yeah. And the... Is that a Milton Bradley game? Am I remembering? Is it Milton Bradley or Parker? Is that a Parker Brothers Bradley? and Milton Bradley, Bradley are like the I know, two main ones, interchangeable. right? Interchangeable. I probably owned by the same don't company. Know. I bet yeah. they're owned. I bet they're owned by the same company. Probably. Yeah, I didn't do that far of a research into it. <laughs> Microsoft or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very good. Yes. Number five, Number game five. of life. Number yeah. four. Number four is called Seven Wonders. I don't know if you've ever heard of this one. Uh, is that? Seven O-Neaters, like one O-N-E. Yes. D-E-R-S. Yes. Really? Yeah. That was a total guess on my part. Oh. <laughs> okay. So it's like Seven Wonders of the World. Right. Um, So we were first introduced to this game by Beth and Randy Hinton. Okay. Yes. And... Hello, Beth and Randy. Yes. Shout out to them. They also are really big board game fanatics. They've Correct. introduced us to a lot of fun games. Nice. So I'm very thankful for them. Um, but yeah, this one is also fun. I guess this probably came into my life 2019. It was definitely pre-pandemic. Okay. Um, much more complicated than life. Thankfully, the first time I played it, Beth was sitting next to me, and I was like, Beth, what do I do? Like, yeah. <laughs> I need help. And I think I ended up winning that game. Okay. I have very good beginner's luck, mm-hmm. um, but I also obviously had her help, so I think that yeah. helped me secure the win. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's a fun one. You have, like, natural resources and then man-made resources, mm-hmm. and you use those cards to then buy other cards that allow you to do cool things. Okay. And buy cool things. Right, right, um, right. And the whole objective is obviously is to get as many points as possible, but you mm-hmm. get that through like the amount of money you have, sometimes how many resources you have. There's just like a whole variety. Like how yeah. many, um, there is an army involved, so like how many wars or battles have you won? Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Lots of them. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Um, my military background yeah, as you know <laughs> very strong <laughs> totally strong yeah uh so yeah i think that's what makes it fun is there's kind of like a lot that you need to pay attention to attention to mm-hmm. um there's definitely strategy involved and it's like one strategy that after a couple of games you can get it pretty quickly gotcha. like, let me focus on this yeah. um but you are dealt like a hand and then you pass it so everybody sees the cards mm-hmm. that the prior like whoever sitting next to you has seen okay so it's you kind of get an idea maybe of like who is going after what Mm -hmm. um so you have to choose wisely of what you want to create and build and stuff like that how much of the game is strategy versus chance oh that's a good question like i would say gosh maybe 60 40 it's not like 60 40 strategy yeah because it really all depends i feel like on what cards are dealt mm-hmm. and into each person's hand, and then who takes what cards. So yeah. you have some control over it, mm-hmm. but not like a ton of control. I don't know. That's a good question too. Do you have a sweet spot in terms of the chance versus... So so on one yeah. hand, 
uh, here's two poles. Shoots and ladders, yes. right? Is zero chance it, yes. because it's whatever, or, or it's it's zero all, strategy. It's zero it's strategy, all, yes. right? Yes. Uh, because it's whatever. Mm-hmm. However far you go up, and then chess would be like all yes. strategy and no chance. Okay, okay, that's such a good question. So I do like strategy games, but if it's like a ton of strategy, I struggle a little bit with that. Okay. So I do feel like if I can get a game that is either like 50-50 or 60-40 yeah. Yeah. Um, in favor of maybe more chance actually, then yeah. I tend to do better at those. Which is good in social situations. Like like yeah. when there's a somebody takes a card or somebody does something, yeah. it's like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that in chess, really, as far no, as I know. No. I also feel like, and I might say this again, like I have pretty good luck oh. when it comes to games and cards. Okay. Um, so I think that's why I tend to gravitate towards games that have a little bit more luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so Seven Wonders, another related question. How long does that game take? Oh, it can vary. I, we just played it a couple weeks ago and. Um, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Yeah, not is... horribly long, but mm-hmm. not short either. So is there a sweet spot in that direction too when... Of how, like how long a game should take? Yeah, well, mm. and, like every game is different. Yes. But in, if you have your preferences, is it the longer, you know, five hours, ten hours is awesome? Oh, or no. is it Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I could play past like two hours for one game. Maybe like two and a half. Okay. But that would be my max. Right. And then, but then I could play another game after that. But yep. like, if I play two long games, then I'm like mentally done. Like, yep. I, I couldn't do yep. more than that. Which is also our, our rule for consistency. Yes. <laughs> in my as a deacon at our church. Yeah. Uh, if, I don't, if I, yeah, after like hour and a half, two hours is the point of no yes. return for yeah. discussion. Where a little bit. It's like, we're done here. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the <laughs> so, same thing with board games. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Seven Wonders. Of the world, or just it's seven just wonders. seven wonders. Okay. Yeah. And not for kid, or like a little too complex and for yeah. like high schoolers. No, I think I think like high schoolers. Okay. At least seventeen. Gotcha. Maybe if you're a very smart fourteen year old, you mm-hmm. can do it. But yeah, for sure, like a seventeen and up could handle it. Okay. Yeah. If there are any 16-year-old turtle doves out there, yeah. let's see what side of yeah. mine is to find you fall on. Let me know, and we can play it together, and then that will be our test. <laughs> we'll get an email. I'm 16 and couldn't figure out yeah. it at all. Maya said I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> not stupid. You're just not ready yet. That's right. <laughs> How many times have I seen Anyway, okay, number three. Go ahead. Okay, Settlers of Catan. Okay. Yes. I never know if it's Catan or Catan. I always say Catan. Um, you say Catan, I say Catana. Yeah, so I feel like I was first exposed to this game watching Big Bang Theory. Right. They played it, and I was like, that is definitely for nerds then, if they're playing it on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and then my some of my college friends played it, but I don't think I really played it, got into it, until I graduated. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's probably one of those games that Jake introduced me to right and we would play together so 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 by reputation you can tell me if i'm wrong if if my impression actually fits the game settlers of Catan is one of those paradigmatic like games that has a reputation of like that's a deep end of the swimming pool really long really involved not for not for amateurs is that Hmm. is that true or so i'm i'm intimidated by Oh. Settlers of Catan. Interesting. Okay. So I feel like my number one mm-hmm. is more complex mm. than Settlers. Okay. But maybe that's because I've been playing Settlers 
for a longer period of time than gotcha. I have my number one. Yeah. Um, so, but there are expansions to settlers that make it more complicated. Gotcha. So some of those. Not just adding duration, but adding complexity. Exactly. Well, or, or yes. Both. And okay. like even making the board bigger, mm-hmm. or like adding ships, like it, it gets wild. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the first time I played it, we started, it was probably like in the eight or nine o'clock hour, and mm-hmm. I think we played until like one a.m. There we go. Yeah, and it, but it was the expansion. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a basic game, yeah. so it definitely can go long. But the the basic one, I feel like once you get it, like you kind of know what you're doing. Okay. Um, it's about like trading resources, so you can build things, so you have settlements, and then you can trade those settlements into cities. Mm-hmm. You're trying to build roads. And you're trying to always just get resources so you can build things. Yeah. And it's whoever gets 10 victory points wins. Okay. So there's just like a variety of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. You can use these resources to buy. They're called, um, oh man, I was going to say victory cards, but that's not right. I can't think of what they're called. But sometimes those cards or like special cards will mm-hmm. have victory points on them. Got it. Or they'll have other things that will allow you to do extra actions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a fun one. Okay. Yeah. So follow-up question there. You're having a game night, mm-hmm. and somebody says, we could either play Seven Wonders or Settlers of Catan. What would make you go in the I would one say let's do both. Other? Okay. I, yeah. If huh. you start early enough, yeah. you can do both. But if it's one or the other, I think I'd prefer to play Catan. Okay. But you can only play Catan with four people. Gotcha. So Seven Wonders, you can play with more. So and- I guess... What, like what are the what are the strengths of both of those against each other? Hmm. Like I'll be in the mood for Seven Wonders because I want to do this, but then I want to be yeah. Do, I'm in the I mood almost, for this with Settlers. Yeah, I almost feel like you have to think a little bit more about Seven Wonders. Not saying that like Settlers is easier, but sometimes it just becomes so like like a natural gameplay that you mm-hmm. kind of just know what to do. Yeah. And you don't have to think as much. So if I'm hmm. maybe like a lazier mood, I would yeah. probably go with Settlers. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. What what's your what's your comp- competitive level? So the side sidebar story I recorded an episode with my dad about growing up on a farm. Yes, I listened to and so, that. So so the basement of they renovated the barn. So when my dad was talking about the barn, that's where he lives now. Yeah. And there's a pool table okay. in the basement. When Emily and I first got married, our first our, we didn't <laughs> didn't have money for a honeymoon, so okay. so we just like stayed yeah, there yeah. and and uh, played a lot of billiards downstairs. But we got to the point where if Emily would beat me in billiards, I would like not talk to her for the rest of the day oh, no. and, and get super angry. <laughs> oh, no. And and Emily's like, but we have each other. And I'm yeah. like, but you beat me. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. So so I I'm a low key. Or maybe people would say high key, but yeah. competitive when there's okay. a there's a point at which I stop making jokes and kind of yeah smolder. So yeah. yeah, where 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 are you on that continuum? So it's funny. Like I feel like I like to come across as not being competitive, mm. but I think deep down I definitely am. Okay. <laughs> like I do like to win. I uh, was a. College, a high school swimmer, mm-hmm. loved winning my races. Yep. Um, and but it's weird with games. Like sometimes I really do want to win, and other times I'm like, it's okay because I feel like I can reframe it as like someone else gets to win. Yeah. As long as Jake doesn't win, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, good. right? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm definitely more competitive with Jake as opposed to maybe like friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because he wins a lot at things, and sometimes that just gets annoying. He's definitely more competitive than I am. Okay. Um, so that's why I feel like I'm not as competitive because I have like him as a benchmark. <laughs> yeah. I also it's all relative. Yeah. If I have won a game and we're gonna play another one mm-hmm. after, I'm like, I'm good. Like I don't need to win another one. I've already secured my victory for the <laughs> night, so I'm good to that's go. Awesome. Yeah. So I do like it. I think there's only been like one time that I can think of in the last year where I was like I don't even want to know my score because I know I did terrible and I was so mad. I was so mad. Yeah. And it wasn't against anybody else. It was Mm. just like I feel like everything just went against me in the Mm -hmm. game. So I was just like, no, I don't care. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to be bitter. Yeah. I'm a a Sixers fan, so I I know all about that. Aren't they doing well, though? Are you pucking me? (laughs) Or is that a... Oh, well, so the last I heard (laughs) about with the Sixers... Sorry if that sounded... No, no. I don't follow basketball Uh outside of, like, going to my in-law's house and it's on the TV. Yeah. Um, I thought that they made it far in whatever they're playing. They so so they they were making it far in whatever they were playing. Yeah. This we're it's recording a on Wednesday. Right? Wednesday it's a tournament. You're, you, the, you, the you, finals. You, you can interview me for the basketball podcast. Yeah, the, uh, uh, so we're recording on Wednesday, May 11th. Okay. Uh, the Sixers suffered their worst loss of the season last oh, night. Oh no! So, Ooh. Timing. <laughs> so sorry, Jim. I had no idea. Don't worry about it. But but I perked up and said. The Sixers did play last night, in fact. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, gosh. That, that's okay. What a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. They were yeah. doing well. You have to take heart in that, the I good, guess. The good and the bad. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, one, one more competitive question. When you're with friends, is the more transparent you are about competition... Is that correlative to the quality of friend? Like so, or, or, or the or is there an inverse relationship? No, I or does it depend on the friend? That's a great question. So I think the more comfortable I am mm-hmm. with the people, I will show my true colors, which is like maybe get more competitive. Okay. And so I was actually talking with Josh Postlewaite on oh, yeah. Sunday, and we had gone over there I think two weeks ago, and we were playing like Mario Kart or Mario Party, something like that. And he was which is like video game. Yeah, video yeah. game, which I'm not good at. Like okay. that is just not my area of expertise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's something that i'm okay to be like i'm okay losing at this because i just don't yeah i don't spend a lot of time like practicing um so he he said to me he was like there was one time when we were playing some sort of video game and i think they're at our house Mm -hmm. and he did something to like mess up the game and i guess i just yelled at him and it was like you screwed it all up i don't even remember i don't Uh remember this but he was like i was afraid for my life and i was like what (laughs) how so i think yeah you blacked out and were just (laughs) yeah i did i blacked out don't even remember it moral of the story is yeah the more comfortable i am I will definitely be more competitive. If I don't know you super well mm-hmm. and I want you to think the best of me, it's I'll be like, gloves. oh my gosh, it's fine. You won. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I'll try to be nicer about it. Okay. Yeah. Friends of Maya, go yeah. back in your own mind as to what you've seen from her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is a game that I do kind of have a little story about. Okay. Um, the settlers. Settlers, Please. yes. Okay, so I don't want to like name drop. But it's true. So we have a friend. We have a friend mm-hmm. that is Bruce Springsteen. I wish. Yeah. I wish. Um, maybe cooler. I don't know. He's <laughs> an he's an Olympic athlete. Okay. And we went to their house two summers ago, and we played settlers with them. Mm-hmm. And Jake beat him. <gasps> and I will always. 
I always tell Jake, I'm like, Jake, you know you'd be an Olympian. Like, <laughs> Who's the gold medalist now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's huh. like a cool kind of little story. That, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, Maya, you may or may not know that Bruce's daughter is, is she an, Olympian? an Olympian equestrian. Oh. And so there's yeah. a non-zero chance that you're actually talking about <laughs> Springsteen right now. So, I, I mean, I had no idea. So, well. But that would be very cool. Man, so much talent in that family. It's not fair. I know. What totally. does Mrs. Springsteen do? Do you know? She's in the E Street Band with her hubs. What does she play? Or is she back? Backing, backing vocals <gasps> and guitar. Oh, wow. so, I had no idea. Yeah, she's okay. she's she's the, if you look at band photos, there are a few women in the band. She's she's the redhead. Okay, and, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, What's her name? Patty Skialfa. Oh, so she didn't even change her name to Springsteen. Correct. Okay. Yep. Interesting. So, Good to know. Okay. Tell them I said hi if you ever play a board game over there. I will. Okay, number two. Here we go. Okay, so number two. So this is one I feel like that spans the decades because mm-hmm. I first learned how to play it when I was in elementary school. Okay. And it is cribbage. Oh. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I feel like it is not a super well-known game, but in like any time I hear someone say they know how to play it or yeah. they know of it, I'm like, who are you? So so my impression of cribbage, I, mentally, I, I don't... My recollection of it's pretty vague, but I have I put it in like the backgammon, sort yeah. of like older school, yes. like English drawing room with mm-hmm. like velvet seats and green walls. Yeah, I think of it as kind of like an old person's game, okay. like Pinochle. Right. I have no idea how to play Pinochle, but <laughs> in my in my mind, it's like kind of like that. I I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, so this is a game like my grandparents played, my mom played. Um, and so my mom taught me, and it is a card game, I feel like, at its core. Okay. But there's a board involved. Mm-hmm. And you have pegs, and you have these, they're called streets, and you go up one, down one, up one, down one. So there's a total, I think, of 120 okay. holes that you're pegging through. Mm-hmm. And you just are trying to get, it's kind of like poker and how you count, like you want to get runs. Like mm-hmm. two pairs, three of a kind, four of a kind, fifteens, yep. um, like cards that add up to fifteen. Mm-hmm. You want to try to get. So it's not hard once you learn how to count your hand. Like right. once you get it, you're good. Okay. But learning that, I remember it did take me a little bit of time mm-hmm. and asking a lot of questions. Hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. So, yeah. So my, you and I are both really good at numbers and spreadsheets yeah. and, and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, we both excel <laughs> at them. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So is is cribbage the sort of game where you could like count the count the cards and like play percentages in your head? Yes, Okay. very much so. So it's like I have this much and there is more probability yes. that this card could come up versus that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and because I've literally been playing for probably like 20 years at this point, mm-hmm. I just know like what cards go well with others yeah. and... Um, this is another one where I feel like I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I, like some games, you just do terrible. But it's okay. like the cards. It's not really like you and your strategy necessarily. Um, but sometimes you can just get terrible cards and sometimes you can get fantastic yeah. cards. Okay. So it really varies. Love it. So what's, yeah. your, what's your perspective going, going back to basketball? We're both big basketball yeah. fans too. Yeah, so, clearly. <laughs> so so there's, there's something in basketball called the hot hand where okay. if, if you – if you're a player that like hit, makes a couple shots in a row, yeah. confidence starts to build and there's a higher probability that you're going to hit the next couple ah, because you're feeling you're, it. Yes. And, and, but statistically, there are 
the nerds out there will will say that like there is there's so, no correlation, so, right? So so basketball players themselves mm-hmm. swear by the hot hand, where yeah. like game to game, like some some nights you're feeling it, other yeah. nights you're not, or yeah. even like in the space in the span of a game, there's this five minute stretch yeah. where like you're making everything. Yeah. But then the spreadsheets say that's mm. that's all in your head. Yeah, I believe so, that. So whether or not you think you're hot has no bearing so where are you on like luck and runs of luck in games versus not i feel like i like with that one i am especially lucky okay yes that's what i hear you saying yeah yeah Uh so this and i think this is also number two so this almost didn't even make my top five Uh but i had to add it because it's like it is one of those games that if you suggest to play it like i will absolutely play it with you okay and uh, cribbage yes yes yeah and it is also one of those games that I can beat Jake at a lot. And I love that. <laughs> so his dad got me a beautiful board for Christmas a couple years ago. And it can keep tally of how many games you've won. Oh. And at one time, I was definitely up by like six or seven to Jake. Nice. Yeah. So, but the, That's not... when you told him I've never played cribbage again. <laughs> I'm, I'm retiring. Yeah. No, I want to keep playing. I want to secure that win. But okay. that was also another thing I feel like is like when I met Jake and when I found out that he could play cribbage, I was like... This just, you know, really kind of secured your spot as like someone that I want to marry. So (laughs) could, and my, we could edit out this question if you'd prefer it. Like, like, like where do, what, what role does like board games have in like your and Jake's story? Yeah. It was a big part, I think, of our, we'll say like courtship and engagement. Mm -hmm. We, we played like a lot of games together. Um, Actually, the first time, it wasn't even a date. But he invited me to go to Ocean City. That's where his family was for right. a week-long vacation. Mm-hmm. And in Jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go down to Ocean City. Um, and we played Scrabble. Mm-hmm. when like That was like one of the, the, the first game, I feel like, that we played just he and I. Yeah. I didn't know how good he was. So he Scrabble likes... is one of my favorite board games. Really? Oh, yes. my gosh. You should play with Jake because oh, he is okay. phenomenal at it. Huh. He's so good. Okay, Jake. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he like, he whooped me. I mm-hmm. it was like, I thought I was good at Scrabble and he was like 10 times better. I was well, like, actually. oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. But I should say actually, so when this was even before we were dating, when we were hanging out, like in our friend group, mm-hmm. we would play games together. So okay. I think too, that's why we like to do it as well because right? it's kind of like how we story. met and like how our friendship formed and it was just very natural. And I think... Yeah, like I said, board games lend itself to a more comfortable environment, yeah. and that's how we could foster a relationship. Right. Yeah. Was, was there a point at which you found yourself saying, hey, I really want to be on Jake's team as opposed to this other person? Like, oh, in, yeah. In this, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because I was like, he's good at games, so <laughs> I'll be on the winning team. <laughs> also, it's probably, yeah, it's probably better that we're on the same team. Because then I won't get annoyed with him if he wins. Oh. But Jake is not a cooperative game player. Like, he does not like games that you work together okay. to win. He just mm. he just wants to win by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit of a point of contention, <laughs> but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> we, we need to have Jake on. Yeah. <laughs> so, that would, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Maya, are we ready for number one? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is called Scythe. I don't know. If I you... got nothing. Okay. Like the S Y C T H E. S C Y T H E. Yeah, you're really close. Yeah, so this is still a fairly new to me board game. 
Um, like I was introduced to it in the last year by the Hensons. Okay. Shout out to Quinn and Hank. There we go. Yes. Fellow board gamers. And um, this is one of those games that, at least from what I can remember, like I have never wanted to play a game more mm-hmm. than than when I first played Scythe. Like I was just like, I really? just want to go back. It was like an addiction almost huh. initially. I was okay. like, this is really fun. It's very complex. Mm-hmm. It probably took us hours to play the first game because it was huh. just, there's a lot of rules that are involved, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things that you can do right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So just like a lot to keep track of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, unlike maybe some of the others, requires a lot of planning ahead. Okay. So a lot of strategy. So I wouldn't say I'm like the best at this game. Mm-hmm. Out of all of the games we've played, I've maybe only won a couple of times. Yeah. But I still find it so enjoyable. Hmm. And it's one of those things like you are kind of competing against the people you're playing with. Yeah. But for me, I feel like I'm more competing against myself. Like, can okay. I be better right. than when I last played? Huh. Yeah. Love it. So what's the basic objective say? Okay. So I actually needed to like look this up because <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I would describe it. So is it okay if I read? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Here we go. So Scythe is an engine building game set in an alternate history 1920s period. Okay. It is a time of farming and war, broken hearts and rusted gears, innovation and valor. In Scythe, each player represents a character from one of five factions in Eastern Europe who are attempting to earn their fortune and claim their faction stake in the land around the mysterious factory. Players conquer territory, enlist new recruits, reap resources, gain villagers, build structures, and activate monstrous mechs. Wow. So does that explain it? That, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it yeah. sounds really cool. So, it is. It is really cool. So, yeah. so is it is it like a steampunky thing a little bit? or Yeah. Okay. I, well, like, hmm, maybe a little bit. It's very like... I guess steampunk is more Victorian. Yeah. Less 1920s. Whereas like life is bright and cheerful. Mm-hmm. Scythe is like dark and like like they said kind of war torn and right. just things are like you you'd expect to like look in a field and it's like burnt. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I kind of visualize it and picture it. Okay. Um but yeah, you have like these resources and then you use these resources to buy stuff. So kind mm-hmm. of similar to Catan in that yeah. way. Um but yeah, just super super fun but a hard one to win. What what's this what's the complexity strategy wise that puts it in a different category um how do you mean can you explain that more your what sorts of planning has oh, to occur yes. to, to be able to got it succeed yes okay so you need certain resources in order to do certain things so okay. it's not in in each tile that you're on or square that you're on mm-hmm. has resources so you have to move your players to get to these resources okay so then you can buy them and you can only take one action mm-hmm. each turn so if i move i cannot then buy something gotcha so you really have to plan ahead in that respect of like mm-hmm. you know how do i map this out to make it efficient and so right. I'm not wasting. And that's where I'm still learning very much is like, how mm-hmm. do I maximize my turns? Yeah. Yeah. What what goes on? That sounds really... So so it's an engine building game. Yeah, which obviously. I don't know what engine uh, means in that like, well, relationship to or that. One of the things for... Yeah, one of the things that I I find that... Dungeons and Dragons players, for 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 example, which is a whole nother yeah. whole, whole nother thing, but yeah. it, but it engages like the imagination. Yeah. Uh, 
pretty much that's all there. You have yes. a little figure. Yes. Uh, but in, in Scythe, like, do you, is there an imaginative piece to it where you're entering the world? No. Okay. No. So, so instead it's just the yes. strategy moving forward. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, there's no imagination required, which I like, because I tried doing Dungeons and Dragons and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> it's just like, so just like not how my brain works, yeah. which is totally fine. Right. Respect to those who play it. Yep. Um, but yeah, this one is definitely just very much strategy mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of luck involved, but definitely more strategy than anything else. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and it's a long, it's a long game. You it said. is. It is. But okay. there's things that you can do. Like once we got more familiar with it and then we read the directions more, mm-hmm. there's things that you can do to speed it up a little okay. bit. Okay. So yeah, it's a good one though. Hmm. Yeah. And, and going back to what you first said about it, the press reset and play again immediately is that doesn't happen yeah. every, every time. No, games. no, absolutely not. Okay. But this one, I just remember when we played, I was like, I loved that game. And huh. I feel like Jake felt the same way. Okay. And even the Hensons too. I don't want to speak on behalf of them, yeah. but I feel like it was just like a mutually agreed upon game that we all loved. Love at first sight. Yes, yeah. Huh. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so two more follow-up questions for me. One, yeah. are you, and maybe this is standard, maybe there's like an industry standard for gamers, Read all the instructions first before you jump in, or start playing. Have the instructions at hand and mm-hmm. learn as you go. Learn as you go. Yeah. So I feel like we are lucky in the sense that a lot of our friends have introduced these games to us. Okay. So they have some familiarity with them, mm-hmm. and they'll share that with us. Gotcha. But we will typically have instructions on hand to read through. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, for for Jake and my perspective. I, I don't think we've read directions <laughs> recently. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, we've been, I guess, fortunate enough that people kind of just teach us. And I, I'd almost rather people teach us or like... That's part of I the feel like social... I, yeah, exactly. Or I need to just read them myself. Because sometimes so. auditory processing, I'm just like, what did you say? And yeah. I, I just learn way better by doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about what about rule bending? Love house rules. Okay. Especially with settlers. That's one that I can think of that it's good to have a house rule. Um, I think when you're first playing games, you have to be a little lax on the rules. And just, I think sometimes they're just broken accidentally. Mm -hmm. And then once you get more familiar, you're like, wait a minute. Okay. I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But it kind of happens when you're first playing a game. Okay. Yeah. What about cheating? Uh, (laughs) I feel like, so I feel like... Or is there a fine line... Yeah. Obviously, like, we don't, you know, condone cheating. Like, I don't want to say it, but I think it happens accidentally sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Again, but that's like, do you know the rules enough? Right. Where it can prevent you from cheating. Okay. Yeah, sometimes that's so, the case. Gotcha. So so you'll, like, the rules are a buffer against cheating if yeah. you're normal enough. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. But if you don't and you do something... You don't know that you're necessarily cheating. And then you gotcha. find out after the fact, you're like, oh, I cheated. Okay. Oops. Gotcha. Yeah. That's all good. There we go. Yeah. So I think that's all I have, Maya. Okay. The I'm trying to think. I think we've covered a lot. Okay. Any, any, I mean, thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it was a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. What, any parting shots for gamers of the world or... 
would-be gamers of the world that, that that should jump in. Yeah. Well, if you are like a secret gamer uh-huh. in our church or outside of our church, yeah. you know me and Jake, please email us because we're always looking for people to okay. play games with. Yeah. Um, but also, question for you, based on these, would you want to play any of these? No. Oh, let me go back and look. So <laughs> I do I, – I'm worried that size would be too complicated. Yeah. Uh, but be. then on the other hand, that's balanced by the fact that you said it's love at first sight. Yeah. So there's that maybe. Okay. I do like, I, I was just kidding about being great at math. So, so, <laughs> so, so, so card games, poker, mm-hmm. I'm just the guy that taps out first or, yeah. or just starts bluffing for, yeah. for no reason okay. and loses everything immediately. Okay. And so, and Settlers of Catan, you lowered my intimidation bar. Yeah. That's still there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Life life I've played. Okay. So I'm going to go with Seven Wonders. Oh, okay. Well, we can make that happen. Okay. Absolutely. Game on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you once again, Maya. I think this this concludes yet another reading of The Five Golden Things. Was, awesome. was it what you expected or...? Way better. Okay. Yeah, it was awesome. So, so, so this is Maya told me before we went on the air Maya's second podcast that she's recorded, but probably the first, Published? the first that's going to be released. Yes. So, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody. It's Five Golden Things Pod. F I V E Golden Things Pod at gmail.com. Ta-ta, turtle doves. Wow. That was definitely a top five episode of Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists. And remember kids, schadenfreude ain't just a river in Egypt. Wade in the water a little deeper anytime at libertycollingswood.org and find us at the usual socials. Make us a top five follow and you'll always be our number one. Toodle pip. It'll be fun. Do you have to do? You don't have to do the intro each time, right? It's like a pre-recorded thing. Well, every time I have to like redo all of the synthesizer parts. Okay. No. no. <laughs>